Hello and welcome. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, or viva vis, and you are listening to Outcast. In this episode, I want to talk about why AGAB language is absolutely problematic and unnecessary. If you don't know, AGAP stands for Assigned Gender at Birth, so this refers to calling people AMAB and AFAB, Assigned Male at Birth or Assigned Female at Birth, and using that as a defining label. First off, there's nothing that all people who are AFAB have in common besides their assigned gender and experiencing misogyny, and there's nothing that people who were AMAB have in common besides their assigned gender. Even if you might think so, they they don't. People often use AMAB and AFAB to make talking about certain experiences easier, but they don't realize that not everyone who was either AMAB or AFAB has those experiences. And they also don't realize that there are people who were neither assigned male or female at birth because they are intersex and they were not assigned a gender at birth or they were assigned some third gender option at birth. And people also just use AMAB and AFAB as actual labels. Like, they talk about AMAB people, or even stuff like AFABs, which is just wrong. I mean, as I said, AMAB and AFAB stands for assigned male at birth and assigned female at birth. It's an acronym. It's not like an actual word. It's not like one word. It is four words put into an acronym, and it refers to a thing that happened in the past. If you say that someone is AMAB, you're still saying they are being assigned male at birth to this day, even though this specifically refers to this one thing that happened pretty much right after this person was born. So if you even use AMAB and AFAB, you should probably say people who were AMAB and people who were AFAB and not this person is AFAB because it just doesn't make sense. People will often say AMAB or AFAB when they are talking about childhood experiences like when they mean people who were raised as boys or girls. But you can just say that. You can just say people who were raised as boys or girls. Because people forget that people who transition at the age of as young as like three or something, and I mean like socially transition. So if someone is assigned a male at birth and they're actually a girl, they tell their parents and their parents are supportive. Chances are that this person isn't raised as a boy at all, at least not after the first three years. So they will have, like, a lot of experiences that, like, cis girls do. Or, like, as people love to say, people who were AFAB, in quotation marks, even though it's the same problem. Like, someone who was assigned female at birth can come out as a boy, tell their parents, and they are just never, ever leaving as a girl again. That also, again, proves that even being raised as a boy or girl isn't binary, because people can be raised as a girl to a certain point in their childhood and then come out and then never live as a girl again. Even if someone comes out as a trans boy at 10 years old, they are kind of being raised as both in different times. And I'm sure they won't forget the first 10 years of being raised as and living as a girl. Second thing that people love to use AMAB and AFAB for is what puberty someone goes through. And again, he would go with early transitioners. What about people who come out as children, take puberty blockers and go on hormones during the normal time of puberty and never go through the puberty that they would have gone through without puberty blockers? You know? Say a trans boy takes testosterone at the time where his estrogen puberty would have started. He doesn't go through that. So like AFAB 
doesn't refer to a certain type of puberty at all because again they are people who are afab who just never go through that puberty at all and same with people who are amab as well and let's not forget that there are intersex people who often realize there's something going on because of the way that puberty plays out like someone may have been assigned female at birth but suddenly when puberty starts they have like so much testosterone in their body or some people just don't really go through puberty at all AMAB and AFAB cannot refer to puberty because intersex people exist and trans kids exist. And then similarly, people like to use AMAB and AFAB for people who have certain body parts. I mean, that's not accurate either. Even when people are born, this doesn't mean that all people who are AMAB and all people who are AFAB have like even necessarily similar genitalia because again, intersex kids exist and a lot of intersex children get surgery when they're really young to make their genitals look normal in huge quotation marks because they may have so-called ambiguous genitalia that doesn't look like the norm quote-unquote for, for their assigned gender at all so you can't even really say that everyone who has been afab is born with like similar genitals like that's just not accurate because intersex people exist and even when people get older, again, trans people can get surgery, trans people can alter their bodies in many ways. It doesn't mean that everyone who's AFAB has a vagina. It doesn't mean that everyone who's AFAB ever menstruated in their life. It doesn't mean that everyone who's AFAB has tits. That's just not how stuff works. People can get surgery when they're quite young. People can go through hormone replacement therapy during the normal time of puberty and just never get those certain characteristics that you're assigning to them based on their assigned gender. That's just not how stuff works because like, trans people exist, intersex people exist, all of that exists. You should honestly just say people with this and this body part, like people with vaginas, people who menstruate, people who can get pregnant, people with beards, people with penises, people with breasts, people with lots of testosterone in their body, people with lots of estrogen in their body, people with testes people with i don't know what i mean this is a lot that people can talk about and another thing that people like to use these terms for is to describe whether someone experiences trans misogyny or not trans misogyny is the type of misogyny that people experience who are seen as trans women so this obviously includes trans women but also some genderqueer people who are just seen as trans women the same the same way that there are a lot of genderqueer people who are seen as cis women it's not really necessarily about your actual gender it's rather about how society sees you because misogynist society patriarchal society doesn't care about someone's actual identity they just care about putting you in a box and treating you accordingly so People like to use AMAB and AFAB to mean people who are AFAB don't experience trans misogyny and people who are AMAB do, but it's more complicated than that, which is why the terms TME and TMA exist, which stands for trans misogyny affected and trans misogyny exempt. There are AMAB genderqueer people who don't experience trans misogyny because often people just forget that genderqueer men exist. You can have been assigned male at birth and be a genderqueer man, that exists and it doesn't mean this person is basically a cis man or whatever they're still genderqueer they're still not cis but it doesn't necessarily mean they experience trans misogyny and on the other hand it is possible for people who were afab to experience trans misogyny like for example if if someone goes on testosterone and they're generally seen as a man or they're just even without testosterone just like seen as a man a lot and then they wear a dress 
and people mistake them for a trans woman, they might be subject to trans misogyny. And people often also try to use AMAB and AFAB to describe whether people are male or female assumed, which doesn't work. I mean, a lot of the time binary trans people are kind of taken out of this. People just act like all genderqueer people who are AFAB are female assumed and all genderqueer people who are AMAB are male assumed, which is simply not true. I mean, what about genderqueer people who are AMAB who go on estrogen and are then seen as women? What about genderqueer people who are AFAB go on testosterone and may be seen as like androgynous or something? You just need to say what you mean rather than trying to make it about assigned gender when it's really about something else completely. And even like male and female assumed it's not a binary at all. Like people love to use it as a binary, but it's not. I mean, some people don't know what their red is, like what people assume them to be because they don't get feedback. Like I never get called sir or ma'am or anything. I never get feedback as to how people see me. I feel like I can take a good guess and that's about it. And then there's people who maybe assume male sometimes and female other times. And they are people who a lot of the time aren't assumed to be either because people are just confused by how they look. It's a lot more complicated than AMAB versus AFAB. It always was and it always will be. I mean this is just especially toxic when it comes to genderqueer people because it forces us into another binary because obviously trans men and trans women already have their assigned gender implied so trans men and trans women don't get it like shoved into their faces all the time. Oh you were AFAB, you were AMAB, they just don't get it. But when it comes to genderqueer people, people so many times talk about AMAB and AFAB genderqueer people and whatnot. And it's just, just really screwed up because it just puts us into a new binary. Why is it that binary trans people can be defined without referring to their assigned gender, but genderqueer people can't? I'm, I'm not defined by what happened to me 22 years ago in the hospital because some doctor was mistaken and just guessed my gender wrong. That's not what defines me. What defines me is my actual gender. It is my lived experience. It is experiencing misogyny. It is having lived as a girl slash woman for a long time. It's all that. But it's not the fact that I have been assigned female at birth because they're, <laughs> they're trans girls who make really similar experiences. I mean, what if someone comes out as a trans girl, as a child, and then they end up like me at 18, realizing, oh fuck, I'm actually genderqueer. That experience is more similar to mine than the experience of a binary trans guy. It just is. But people are just like so hung up on assigned gender. And it means nothing because, again, there, there's no universal experience of people who were AMAB or AFAB. Because, like, yes. Everyone who was AFAB experienced misogyny. But then there's also people who were AMAB who experienced misogyny. And we need to all unite to fight misogyny. Like, we can't just be... Because that's where the turf shit starts. We can't just be like, oh, everyone who was AFAB, now we fight against misogyny. And, you know, all the people who were AMAB can fuck off. Not like, no. No. They're my siblings. They're not going to fuck off. And I think that's this on this topic. And now it's time for the pronoun of the week. This week's pronoun set is A, air. Examples. A has a cat. Air laptop is sitting on the table. That blanket is airs. 
I like to play video games with air. If you want to suggest a pronoun set, you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter or send me an email. If you want to support me, you can subscribe to my Patreon. My Patreon is patreon.com slash out underscore castpod. I'm also out underscore castpod on both Twitter and Instagram. My email address is gndrqr98 at gmail.com. If you want to be featured on the podcast, you can send me a voice message. The link for that, just like all the other contact information, will be in the notes for this episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, and until next time, take care of yourself. 